This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Oh, praise God. I don't know about you, but especially in these times, we need to be reminded that he is the way maker. I'm Pastor Sandy, and we're with Passion Church, and we want to welcome those of you that are joining in live with us. To everybody, we're so glad that you're here with us. But I want to tell you something. I hope that song brought some encouragement that in the midst of trouble, that God is the light, that God is the way maker. And where there seems to be turmoil and trouble, if you'll trust God, he'll show up on the scene. He'll bring peace to the troubled waters. He'll give encouragement in these times of trouble. So I encourage you to stay with God, stay in God, get in the word of God, and stay encouraged in these times because we want to be walking in faith and not in fear. I'm so glad that we have a Jesus living on the inside of us. And if you don't, it's as easy as just asking him to come into your life and be Lord of your life. So I just want to share just a minute that little bit of encouragement. Please, please remember that this too shall pass. This is just a temporary affliction, but it will pass. So stay encouraged, have peace. I encourage you to reach out to one another. Call your friends, call your family, send them messages more than ever, checking on them, send them words of encouragement, send them scriptures, help to keep their faith strong, and it'll also help to keep your faith strong. During these times, you know, life goes on, bills go on, the ministry must still go on. So we encourage you, if you could visit our website at mypassion.church. Click on the Alexander City Campus, and you can hit on the online for online giving. You also click on the Alex City Podcast, where you can listen to the message there also, or go back and listen to any messages that have been ministered over in the past uh, from here at this campus. But also, you can call the church. We would be glad to mail you uh, some offering envelopes. You can drop by your offering. The church office will be open Monday through Thursday, 9 through 12, because we've got to keep preaching the gospel around the world the the missions are going on god's word is going forth and we still need you to be faithful keep your money mixed with god's money especially during this time you need the continued flow of the blessing keep planting your seeds because you've got to keep having a harvest in the name of jesus so father we just thank you right now we thank you for those out there and we just speak peace upon your people right now we declare peace come upon your people that passes all understanding we just declare a super 
on their natural. I thank you right now that God, that people that do not know you are crying out to you. Those that maybe are wavering and questioning God are relying on you like never before. Let them go to your word and let them hear the words of Jesus that he has come to give them life and to give it more abundantly. We thank you, Father, right now that healing and wholeness to your people in the precious name of Jesus, and we thank you for it, Father, and we give you the praise and all of the glory in Jesus' name, and Pastor Bruce will come at this time to bring us the word. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone, uh, here and there. We're glad that we can come together with y'all today, though in a different way, uh, but that's okay. Uh, For those that are looking for some good news, we have some. If you're wondering or worrying, is there light at the end of this tunnel? There is. God's word shines a light in the tunnel. Even if you don't feel like that you see the light at the end of the tunnel, there's a, a lot of unknowns out there. The good news is that God is with us in the tunnel, and there's light to walk by day by day. God's Word shows us a path forward. Many are looking uh, for God at this time. And so let's look to God together right now. Now, how do we actually do that? How do we look to God? Well, first of all, we turn our hearts towards Him. And I believe that Uh, during this time that many hearts are turning towards uh, God uh, for answers. And we look into his book. How is God a present help in this present time of trouble? Again, we have his book, the Bible. And as the point of reference, uh, it has relevance for us today in this time, in this current uh, time of turmoil and trouble, where life is at a standstill right now, March 22nd, 2020, and that would be the message that we want to bring to you today when life is at a standstill. Now, in the South, we have a saying way back in the day. We can see... Another time, another people, and another case when an entire nation was in a surprisingly similar situation. They found themselves at a standstill. We're referencing a scenario that is recorded for us in Exodus, the 14th chapter. And we're going to be looking in the Message Bible. But just when things were going good, life seemed to be headed in the right direction. God had delivered his people out from the bondage of Egypt where they were in slavery, where life was not good. And God with great acts, the Bible says, and a strong right and and mighty hand brought his people out. But he led them by a way that was not a straight line, but 
uh, sometimes life has curves in it. And they found themselves in the proverbial uh, uh, place of being betwixt and between. They had, uh, he had led them by way of out in the desert and they had rock cliffs uh, surrounding them. And then they also were at the edge of the Red Sea. And we're going to pick up in the scriptures uh, here where it gives an account that uh, the one that had them wanted them back. Felt like they would made a mistake and uh, letting, them, uh, uh, letting them go. So uh, here he came up from behind suddenly. And the threat was uh, real. The danger was uh, real. And there was a real possibility of destruction for this people. And in verse uh, number 10, it says, As Pharaoh approached the Israelites, they looked up and saw them coming at them. They were totally afraid. They looked up and saw them coming at them. We see things coming at us. It's an invisible uh, thing, uh, seemingly to be uh, driven by the wind, so to speak. In just a short period of time, where the epicenters of this were at the edges, now it covers the entire nation, has changed our way of life, our way of functioning normally, Businesses closed, airports closed, uh, life at a standstill. They looked up and saw them coming at them, and they were totally afraid. We are seeing fear run rampant throughout the ranks, throughout our nation at this point in time. Fear uh, has most of its baseness in that which is unknown. That which might be a what if, uh, that which it could be me. But here's the here's the situation. We're not we're not denying that it's a very real thing. It was a real thing for them. It is a real thing for us. It is a real thing for the world. They were totally afraid that uh, they were trapped. Between the proverbial rock and the hard place. And you know the pressure of being betwixt and between. The peril of their predicament. For them it was for real. We can have a sense of that today. I believe it's relevant and relational for us. That we can picture that same peril and predicament for us. That though time uh, has has distance us from that it's still a picture for us today that we can relate to and see ourselves in much the same situation you know the fear is real but I want to tell you also that the faith is real always in the Bible God tells both sides of the story and there's always two sides there's always two choices and faith though that while fear is real faith is more real the Bible goes on to say that they cried out in terror to God does God hear you when you're afraid will God answer you in the midst of being scared absolutely God doesn't run from trouble Uh, When we run to him in trouble and with trouble, God will hear us. 
They, this was the voice of uh, fear. They cried out in terror to God. But they looked to God. That's important during this time uh, that we look to God. And many people perhaps that had not uh, looked to God. Maybe some were not at the, uh, on the front row or, or in the front lines, but way, way, way out there in the back, far from, uh, far from the uh, happenings up front. Uh, but they all looked to God. And the Bible goes on to say they cried out in terror to God, and they also said something to Moses. They told Moses, and now this is fear speaking. I'm going to paraphrase it for the sake of time. The, they said, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. They were eloquent with it and said, weren't there enough cemeteries where we came from? You had to bring us out here. Uh, we're not even going to get a headstone. Uh, but it was fear speaking. You know, fear, fear wants to have a voice. In Psalms 91, it says, the noisome, the noisome pestilence that stalks at noonday. And this, uh, we can relate to that. The trouble is going to take us all out. This trouble is going to touch every one of us. This trouble is going to take us all out. They uh, were voicing their fears. And that's normal. That's, that's uh, normal, perhaps necessary to the human condition. But then it says that Moses said to them. Now this is faith speaking now. Because both will have a voice. And words are powerful. Now faith is speaking now. And Moses spoke to the people and he said, don't be afraid. One translation says, stop the fear and stand still. Stand firm and watch God do his work. At a standstill, well, stand firm in faith. Looking to God, watch for God. Watch for God to do his work of salvation for you today. The scripture says, watch for God to do his work of salvation for you today. God is not a God far away. He's not a God of yesterday. He is a God ever present. He is a God of today. And I can assure you that God sees beyond today and that the tomorrow we will see the work of God's salvation. We will get through this as a nation. We will get through this as family, our friends, our communities. However, we want to, uh, it's how you weather the storm uh, as well. We are not going to, as best we know how, feed fear into our lives, but we're going to stand with the voice of faith. And the voice of faith says, fear not, don't be afraid, stand still. If you're at a standstill, stand still, but stand firm in faith and watch God do his work of salvation for you today. God will fight for you, the scripture says. He will fight the battle. He will fight the enemies that are threatening to destroy you. The Amplified Bible says, fear not. Stand still, firm, confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord. The Amplified Bible is just as it says. It makes it a little louder, brings it, uh, uh, the tone a little clearer for us. 
clarifies it and simplifies it with these terms. It goes on to say, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Now that is, is nonsensical. That is unreasonable uh, to the natural mind, especially to, uh, uh, to the uh, system that's running where fear has control. And fear is saying, well, you need to be realistic here. You need to face the facts. Faith faces the facts but holds uh, triumphantly to the truth because the truth will overcome and override and overpower the facts. And that is the life of faith. Hold your peace and remain at rest. Why can we remain at rest? Well, because we're blessed. The God is a God of blessing. If there's stealing, killing, and destroying going on, Jesus said, that's not from me. That's from the enemy. I have come that you might be blessed, stay at rest, have peace, be prospered and happy, and know that I am going to take care of you come what may. I have overcome the world. So you have trouble in the world, but I have already overcome that. The decision has already been made. God uses all that he has, all that he is, and all that he can do to take care of us, those who put their trust in him. And I want to invite you, as Pastor Sandy said, you know, put your trust in the Lord. Well, Pastor, how do I do that? That, that sounds like such a trite statement. How do I actually do that? Well, turn our heart towards him. Yield to him. Surrender to him. And simply say, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. What time I am afraid, David said, I will trust in the Lord. So it's an act of the will. It is a decision. It is a definite decision. It is a choice. You do have a choice. And we can trust him because he loves us and gave his son Jesus for us. None of that has changed. Our side has changed, but God's side has not changed. Let's reference again uh, this, uh, this portion of scripture, this picture from history, because the Bible says there really isn't anything new. Not in natural history, not in the spiritual history, that what has been will come around again. There have been times of trouble, such as these. There have been times that the world has been plunged into a dark pit of plague and pestilence and fears with no resolution. But each time, God's not done working with man. And until God's done, it's not done. And we came through those times with God's help, and we will come through this with God's help. Because we're looking to God, and we're, look, and we're watching for God. And we're uh, not so good, perhaps, at uh, the waiting side. But see, sometimes when we're watching, when we look to God, and we are watching for God, we're also having to wait for God. Now, before I lose some of you, I want to reference verse 15. It says, uh, we saw that fear spoke, faith spoke, and then in verse 15 it says, now God's speaking. 
And God said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? We've heard from the fear folks. We've heard from the faith folk. But now we're hearing from the faithful one. God is speaking to us today, both to the fear folk and to the faith folk. He says, why cry out to me? You say something. You speak. Why cry out to me? Speak to the Israelites. So I'm going to speak to God's people. I believe God is speaking to his people. He ordered them to get moving. Now see, God, isn't this interesting that God moves when we move? Now what is he asking us to do? Move out of fear and move into faith. Make a move. Let me ask you, what are you looking at today? And who are you looking at today? What and who looms largest in your view right now? The threat of death and destruction or the promise of protection and provision. Now, faith is not foolishness. Absolutely, we do the natural things. But at some point in time, uh, we need to realize that spiritual things are important too. They are a priority during times like this. And it's, again, against the grain. It is against natural thought. We would think that we would pray and that God would do something. God says, why are you praying when I'm waiting on you to do something. It was interesting, he told Moses, he said, that stick I put in your hand way back there. Now it worked back there, and it'll work out here. It'll work, it worked behind you, it'll work in front of you. It'll work, it was an impossibility that I saw you through with before, and the impossibility that you find yourself in now that same stick will work. What I've given you, what did that rod represent, that staff represent? Why did God say, take what's in your hand? Because that uh, rod uh, and that stick represented faith in God, obedience to God, but it also represented an experience with God. This, not only Moses, but this people had an experience of what faith and obedience, what God can do with those who will trust him and who will look to him and who will wait, who will watch for him and will wait for him to work. They just come through all of that. He said, hold your staff high and stretch your hand over the sea and see me stretch my hand out. As you do, I will. When you do something, I'll do something. When you say something, it will. And he told Moses before, he said, he said it will, and Moses said this, he said, look at me, I stutter. I can't talk to it. And God says, no, you look at me. Because I'm going to give you the words. And I'm going to make you like God. What, when you say it, it's like me saying it. And we have, to, we have to say some things in this. God has given you something. Faith in him, obedience to him, experience with him. And when we make a move in the right direction, we'll see God move. Verse 19, the angel of the Lord, once, once there was that action, that taking action, that doing something, saying something uh, from Moses and from the people, it says then that... Uh, the angel of God that had been leading the camp of Israel now shifted and got behind of them. And the pillar of the cloud that had been in front also shifted to the rear. 
I want to tell you, sometimes you need to step back from the setback and see the setup that God is, is bringing about. God moved from the front to the rear. God doubled down on this thing. And the Amplified Bible says it calls it a, 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 called it a, a pillar and a cloud and the angel. And I want to tell you this. Uh, um, God is moving right now. God is active. God is in action. As we are faithful to him, as we will trust him, as we will obey him, this is a time to press into your prayer life. And don't just pray for yourself. Pray for others around you. First with family and friends. But also press in in prayer for your community. Uh, for people, uh, the faithful and the fearful uh, alike. And I want to tell you that God is in action. And he is between you and what would destroy you. No matter your stance. Whether, you, whether you're up front in this or you're way in the middle of the crowd. Or, or right at the back it seems like facing death. Staring death in the face. God is making a move. On your life today. The Bible says that the cloud enshrouded one camp in darkness. And the other it flooded the other with light. While there is one camp in darkness. There is another camp that is flooded with light. Can you guess which camp uh, you would like to be in? Have you decided which camp you would be like, like to be in? And it says the two camps didn't come near each other all night. Well, uh, they say if you get together, you have to stay six feet apart. But they prefer that none of us in social distancing come together at all. But in this we see two camps didn't come near each other all night. This is not going to come near you who look to God. And who, and who will look for God and who will trust God and come under the shelter of his saving grace, of his salvation. Now, no one knows how long this dark night will last. We don't really get to decide that. We don't know that. But we have light to live by while we watch and while we wait. God to work his salvation for us. And make no mistake, he is working. And you will see him work on your behalf, work on behalf of your friends and your family. Anywhere you put prayer, God will put his power. Prayer is an invitation that invites God into the situations. You know, we can choose to fear not, to hold our peace, and to remain at rest. We can choose that. We can choose that we will move forward in faith. We will move from fear and we will move to faith. It's a wonderful opportunity to make the shift with God. God shifted around to the behind and what he, and what he was saying. Now you shift your focus on what is, off of what is happening that's coming at you. And you move, move forward, look forward. Shift your focus to the future. Because I'm working in the future. The Bible says God knows the plans that he has for us. That they are good. They're not evil. That they are to give us a hope and to give us a future. All of God's plans are futuristic for us. And we, and we moment by moment leave the present. 
in favor of the future. Fear will determine one future and faith will determine another future. But right now God is moving and working and he's between that, giving people a space and an opportunity. You know, uh, a lot of uh, distractions, attractions. The busyness of life has slowed, hasn't it? Where we have a chance to adjust and perhaps adjust where we're at and what we're seeing and what matters most, what's most important. Now life will return. It probably will be a new normal, but it will be a better normal. We'll be stronger. We'll have a a greater advantage coming through this. We will not be less. We will be more. You know our hearts go out to, they're just numbers on the newscast, aren't they? And if we're not careful, we'll, we'll just focus and all we'll see is the numbers. And not realize that every number represents a life. Every number represents a child, a boy or a girl, a young man, a young woman, a middle-aged person, a father, a mother, a, grand, a grandfather, a grandmother, an aunt or an uncle. People that live life here. Those that are afflicted now with the disease and those that have succumbed to the disease. And they, they say the death toll, things like this take a toll. But the Bible tells us not to be afraid of the one that can kill the body, but to be in reverential fear to the one that can decide both body and soul. What's most important during this time? Absolutely, we're believing God for protection physically, for health, and all of these things. But it's never been a better time to make sure everything's okay this way. While everything's not okay this way, let's double check and make sure everything's okay this way. Where's our trust? Where, where have, you, have you trusted Jesus with your life? Because life doesn't cease when we lay down physically this physical life. There is life beyond this. But what happens in this life determines the one decision, not what people do, but who people believe. Who they believe. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is still the same yesterday and forever. Folks needed a Savior then, and folks need a Savior now. And everyone we meet either is trusting him or is not trusting him. And we want to make sure that we are engaged in what really matters. Fearlessly. Fearlessly. It's time to walk in the light but also shine the light for others as well. Let me encourage you today because we'll move forward. Either in fear or in faith. But we want to turn from fear and turn to faith. Let me encourage you today to look to God but to also look for God. Put your trust in Jesus. He is God's salvation. Let's make the move right now here today to get you out of the kingdom and the domain where the darkness can dominate you. Out of the darkness. The scripture says in one place that thanks be unto God 
who has, who has, when we put our faith in him, he translates us out. He removes us out of one kingdom. And he supernaturally, I mean, it's beyond, it is beyond the understanding, except we have to understand that by faith, that in a moment's time, you can be in this kingdom, dominated by darkness, dominated by fear. And in a moment's time, we say, I will trust in the Lord. I, I choose you, Jesus. In a moment's time, God takes you out of that and places you in to the kingdom of light, the Bible says. Of, re- of a revelation of who God is and who you are to him. And who you have now become a new creation, the Bible talks about. Absolutely the brand new thing. And there's a new season, a new thing totally in your life. It says that he translates us out of that old system, out of that old darkness, out of the old fears. And he translates us into the kingdom of his dear son, which is a kingdom of light. Now you're come to him under the protection of his wings, if it were, so to speak. Under his mighty arm, under his protection and his provision, he promises to take care of us. Let's get you into the kingdom and the domain of God, where God can lord in your life, where he can call the shots, where he can protect you, where he can provide for you. Let's get you into the kingdom of Christ Jesus, God's dear son. Let's pray this together. You that are, are, we're all joined together. Let's join our hearts together. Let's lift our eyes. Let's look to God. Let's look for God. There's never been a better time to put your trust in Jesus Christ. Dear Jesus, I look to you now to save me, to protect me. I come to you with my whole heart. Come into my heart. Take over my life. I'll trust you. I'll follow you the rest of my days all the way. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, then God will do exactly what he promises to do. For the Bible says, no one that comes to him will he ever turn away. So come out out from under the place of fear and the dominion of darkness and come into the light uh, of this word today. Come to Jesus as you have. I want to congratulate you. It's the best decision you'll find that you've ever made. There's no day like today for the Bible says today is the day of salvation. want to bless you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for joining us during this time and being with us. We will be in contact with you uh, via Facebook and video and uh, uh, snail mail, uh, text, uh, email, all of those things. If you haven't hooked up uh, with us and you'd like to uh, um, keep abreast of what's uh, uh, going on, uh, call the church, uh, send us your email the church with your contact information and we'll make sure uh, that we'll keep you posted, that we will stay uh, steady and in, in uh, contact with you and keep you in context of all that's going on. God bless you and thank you for your time.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.